0: Good morning. Uh, I'm just looking around the room here and seeing uh, evidence of God's faithfulness right in this room today. Um, God is with us, and he's for us, and he loves us. Isn't that good news? We're going to have opportunities, as we said. I'm going to wander the room, and I will not shove the microphone in anyone's face um, because that scares people, and I do wanna, do, we want this to be a safe experience. But um, I'm hoping that some of us will share testimonies of God's faithfulness this morning. We'll give you that opportunity, uh, and we'll do that in just a couple minutes. I um, wanted to, uh, again, uh, just mention uh, part of our desire here at Hillside is to grow in our apprenticeship to Jesus, and uh, of all the resolutions I want to make, my most important ones are around, Lord, I want to know you more. I want to I you know, live out uh, Philippians 3 that we read earlier about forgetting what is behind and straining towards what what is ahead and and discovering more and more of who I am with God. (laughs) That I'm loved, I'm his, and I want to live out of that that identity. Uh, One of the ways historically how apprentices to Jesus have grown has been through getting into and engaging scripture. And so we Uh, do that as a church together week by week. We orientate our services around God's Word. We want to spend time in it and learn about it, uh, understand it. And uh, we also encourage you to do that on your own, engage with Scripture in your own ways, and uh, if possible, in a daily way. So we want to tell you about our website. We've got uh, myhillside.ca forward slash grow. There is uh, a, a Bible reading plan generator. You can literally go on there and cater a Bible reading plan that you can uh, decide what you want. So, for example, I'll just give you an example of what I've been doing over this last year. I decided it was too ambitious for me to read the Bible in one year. So I actually decided to read the Bible in two years, the whole Bible, from cover to cover. But I also love the Psalms. And I kind of believe reading a Psalm a day is kind of essential to my soul care. And so I chose a plan where I read the Psalms every day and that ends up being, I guess over two years I'll read the Psalms four times, all the Psalms, and then I read, it ends up being about a chapter or two of uh, other books of the Bible and kind of walk through the scriptures. I've I've talked to many of you uh, over the years how this is kind of like essential practice for you, like actually reading scripture and enjoying that. And so we want to encourage you in that. This is a great time to do it, but let let me encourage you even if you don't start today, you can start anytime, because with this Bible generator plan, it's not like it starts January 1st. It starts whenever you start. Like, actually, it can be from, you know, January 15th. Whenever you want to start engaging with Scripture, uh, you can do that. Um, There's also lots of great opportunities. Bible Project has great resources and Bible reading plans. You can actually watch little videos that explain things and then walk through their Bible plans. They have about 30 plans on their website. If you don't like to read as much. If reading is just really difficult for you, you can listen to scripture. Uh, Lectio Lectio 365. It's called Lectio 365 by 24-7 Prayer. They do about a 10-minute devotional daily, which is fantastic, and they lead you through scripture and praying together. So it's like 10 minutes. It's, It's fantastic. They do such a great job. They always have readers from around the world reading scripture to you, so it's great to hear scripture read from other cultures than your own, and it's, it's beautiful. It's a beautiful evidence of the body of Christ. So those are some options for you. Um, but again, if you want to, check out our website. We have resources there at, at uh, myhillside forward slash grow. And uh, you can actually look at what we have uh, uh, prepared there for you. This is the, my favorite time of the year where I get to like, wait to see what God's been brewing. But we just believe um, and I know, life is not rosy for all of us. Some of you have been facing challenges. Some of you are in, in a challenge right right now. like someone shared with me on my way in today just how this week has been a really crummy week. Like it's been testing in all kinds of ways. And I want to say kudos to that person for actually showing up to church today. Um, not good?. Uh, I know uh, Andrew Kanaganiagam this morning, at 9 a.m. this morning. uh, Did he board his flight? Boarded a flight uh, that he booked yesterday to go visit his ailing mother in Sri Lanka. So, like, um, I saw Andrew on Friday, and this was not part of the plan. It came up yesterday that he just knew he needed to get to see his mom. And so, let's be praying for Andrew as as he's in transit right now. Life interrupted. And yet as we go through life and as we face suffering of all kinds and and challenges and sorrows, again and again and again, the Psalms tell us, praise the Lord. Praise his holy name. Like, Sing to the Lord. Make music to God. Notice him. and, And somehow as we do that, as we lift our eyes up to him, he makes sense of our lives and even the sorrows. And, uh, no matter what, he's with us in that. So I've always loved the fact that when we gather here and we share the, these little testimonies, they're not always triumphal stories of just how everything worked well this last year. It's again more of, a, more of a, an opportunity to share of God's faithfulness in your life in some small way. So with that, um, I'm going to open up to anyone who wants to, to get us started with a testimony. Just whatever you want to share. If you start preaching, I'll take the mic away. I'm gonna invite you to stand up so everybody can see you.
1: Hi, I'm Greg, by the way. Uh, It's nice we've known each other for years. God is faithful. I love that song we sung today. And what I mean by that is that he's faithful, sometimes not the ways we think. And he answers prayer, sometimes not the ways we think. Um, I've been praying for my daughter, she's an adult, and had been living a lifestyle that made dad a little uncomfortable and was wondering how we'd have a chance to share into her life and something very bad happened to her she lost the place she was living some friends things went really bad she ended up coming and living with us what an amazing opportunity we've had with my granddaughter and her over and over again not to try and come and preach or to share what god is all about but to live life and drip god's love and seeing a heart change over time. So a way that I never thought I would have an opportunity, God answered in a way I never thought, and now I'm having a chance to get closer and closer and we're seeing them have an open heart towards God again. So it's been fun. So God is good.
0: That's fantastic. Amen. Not <laughs> <laughs> Did you hear that? He's good but not convenient.
2: God sure is good. About uh, six weeks ago, I was at a house fellowship and I had extreme discomfort in my chest, so I left, went home. Went home, yes. <laughs> and uh, my wife called the nine oh one. Nine one. Nine one one. Who's telling the story? Nine one one everybody. <laughs> <laughs> really, I forgot, <laughs> no I don't. Anyway, uh, two ambulances came and a fire truck. Six guys in my living room took me to the uh, Eagle Ridge. And if you don't feel well when you get in a ambulance, you feel worse when you get out. The ride is horrendous. <laughs> An- anyway, what happened, they did some work on me and they left me. Uh, nope, they couldn't diagnose my problem. I had this extreme... Discomfort in my chest so I was uh, discharged and then a couple days later our daughter used to uh, Have a job at uh, Burnaby General. She was a uh, In the emergency there for 25 years, so she said we better go in there and I got in line with everybody else and uh, There was wall-to-wall people and then somebody saw her and said what are you doing here? I brought my dad and so on so anyway Things speeded up for me, and they did blood work, and I had uh, my white blood count was off the charts. I had infection. But uh, so then they, uh, they did um, an, ul- no, not a, yeah, an ultrasound, and they said, no, nothing showed up. And then what happened, a CT scan said in my side, I thought it was my liver, it was my gallbladder, and uh, so there's a wait time each, like ha- an hour each time because we were just a number in there, and then uh, what happened, the, uh, the surgeon came over, and he said that uh, this is where the Lord came in. Brian Dresser was praying for me and Arlene, and Brian's prayer was that, Lord, if John needs some help, right at the last minute, you please do something so what happened was he said you got a real problem with your gallbladder it's infected but we might have to put you on a uh, an antibiotic for a couple of days because I have to get operating time I have to book the room and he came back in 10 minutes he said, guess what I can do it tonight so I went in at 10.30, He operated at 10.30 at night, and he said, you know, I do this all the time. I've never seen one worse than yours. It was totally infected. If it had ruptured, it would have gone through your whole body. You might have not been here. So I thank the Lord for that. What a gift. Yeah.
0: Thank you, John. Thank you, John. It's fantastic. make me walk Wally
3: <laughs> I thank the Lord that I'm able to be here I've been through a bit of an ordeal in the last month uh, I got a, dear, a really nasty infection because of an infected toe and uh, I ended up going to the hospital and then back home again and then finally they phoned and said you got to come in you've got an bl- infection in your bloodstream so I went in, had intravenous, intravenous antibiotic three times a day for two and a half weeks. Yeah. And uh, it was an interesting stay in the hospital. But anyway, praise the Lord. The, the treatment worked and my bloodstream is clear and i still have a little infection in the toe and I'm treating it with pills so I'm able to be home. And I thank God for his faithfulness and for the treatment I got and for the healing. And but, Lord, I, I want to I ask you all, please pray for the nurses in the hospital. They are overworked and they are understaffed and they're just running around. I feel for them. Some of them are able, most of them are able to stay still, pleasant, and cheerful. Some are a little bit cranky, and I totally understand that. But I got wonderful treatment, and I'm thanking God that I'm here and that I'm getting better and I'm nearly back to normal.
4: How wonderful to see so many familiar faces. I mean I just I just um, completely feel overwhelmed and, and as you know, I've been to Paris and back. <laughs> and um, and I know um, my journey was covered by by many, many of you and um, I I got preferential treatment too. I thought I was the princess. I just it's unbelievable. and um, although, what the enemy, you know, meant to have for naught, right? God used for his glory. And um, yeah, I, I still, I mean, I sat six days in the in the apartment, couldn't go anywhere, wasn't exactly the ideal, but I had uh, wonderful times with friends, you know, uh, talking to them on the phone, and uh, my one friend, Eveline, who many of you have met, um, she she came, she was amazing, just amazing. And I got to share with her so so openly. It was uh, it was uh, it was amazing. And so you know, it doesn't matter what our plan is. What matters is God's plan and and His ways. We don't understand them, but He had a way. He he and and there were just such tiny tiny things with each one of my friends. Each one of my friends I got to share. It's tiny, but you know, you don't know what the Holy Spirit is going to minister into their lives it's just you don't know what he uses and we think back on the sort of trajectory of our life and and how God has spoken into our lives and that's what the Holy Spirit does and please continue to pray for my friends they they need Jesus they do
0: just just to just to explain a bit Ollie uh has often over the years gone annually sometimes twice annually to paris to kind of love and share the love of jesus with people she's met there over the years and she goes there kind of on mission and she's uh we we send her and so we're grateful to hear that you're you're back safe and sound after what was a rough trip yeah i I think i saw somebody over here that was like jerry and then arlene
5: god is faithful and he loves us so much last january i was recovering from a stroke learning how to walk swallow talk and you prayed and god covered me and look at
6: me today Thank you, well, God has blessed us. Am I talking right into this? Hey, your face. Okay. God has blessed us um, in so many ways. Uh, of course, my husband this past year had uh, cancer surgery on his tongue, and um, and then on the back of his head. <laughs> And now he's working through it, and he's doing really well. And I'm so blessed and so thankful for, for what, he, you know, God did in his life. And he has struggles. He can't see well. And, but you know what? He's the nicest guy. <laughs> <laughs> and the, the other thing that I want to tell you about, and uh, this is one of my other favorite guys, and that's Jeffrey Francis. And he is now, after five years of drinking and not being able to stop, he is at Wagner Hills. And he hasn't had a drink for, he told me, 75 days, Grandma. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, and he's doing really well. He loves it there. He loves the people. He's learning so many things. And I think he's blessing everyone else, too, yeah. He was with us at Christmas the whole time, never thought of having a drink. No one else didn't either. But anyways, so, and that's how God has blessed us.
0: Wow. (laughs) Thanks. That's great news.
7: (laughs) Okay. I haven't got a really inspirational testimony this morning. However, I do want to share the last verse or or two of, of... of Psalm 23, and um, I uh, came across it this year, and it just blew my mind. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Now, my life (laughs) isn't all that exciting at 70 years old, but um, through my life, there have been encounters with God's grace. Um, of course, the first one was when I was 13 or 14 at a, at a camp where I gave my life uh, to the Lord again, because I did it when I was seven, you know, initially. But, uh, and this is an encouragement for all of us who, who dedicate ourselves to um, be a part of the people who dedicate their children. You know, it's it's between seven and eleven that is really tough. When it's those years where we really need some support, some mentoring, and uh, some some uh, love from uh, from those in our Christian family. And um, then again, of course, uh, you know, I met uh, I encountered God's grace many times, and I think. The other mem- more memorable one was when I was, um, I don't know, it was around 19 or 2010 or something like that when I was in Penticton, I was walking down the road and it just blew my mind. God's grace, you know, undeserved love, undeserved favor. Is it so? Yes, undeserved. God just loves us and he watches over us. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. But right now, it's kind of boring in my life. Sitting around in my uh, little apartment. And a um, lot of things that I have to deal with. None of them too uh, much fun. And, uh, but God is there. He's faithful. And I can inc- count on his love. It's not, nothing can separate me from his love. Nothing can separate you from the love of God. Thanks, Wayne. Thank you, Wayne.
0: I don't want to be accused of having one section hog the microphone, so I'm coming over here. Anybody on this side of the church? Anybody?
5: Hi, my name's Carol Payne, and uh, praise God I'm here because... I have just recovered from a very serious operation I had an aneurysm that they discovered when they were x-raying for a kidney stone. And did you know that you had this aneurysm? Well, no, because you can't see it, you can't feel it, it that's nothing. Well, it was five five centimeters and looked like a balloon. When they showed me the x-rays, they operated, but if they hadn't have said, oh, by the way, when they took the x-ray from my kidney, they would have never known about this, and they would never have operated. They operated, and it's taken me four months to recuperate from it, but he said, if not, it could just blow at any time, and I'd be... I'd be with Jesus, (laughs) which isn't so bad. (laughs) But I still have time with my family, so. That's fantastic. Yeah.
0: Sounds like occasionally we can be thankful for a kidney stone. Occasionally, right? Yeah. Yeah. Anyone else over on this side?
8: Hi, my name is Karen, and uh, our family has a lot of stories that we could share from this year. I'm not going to tell other people's stories, but I am going to tell. Well, I'm kind of going to do that. Um, When we were in church last Saturday for uh, Christmas Eve, we had just found out that our son, who had been stuck in Kelowna, um, trying to get home from school, his last exam was Tuesday, his flight was on Wednesday, flight was canceled, everything was canceled, canceled, canceled. We were up at on one o'clock in the morning, Wednesday, trying to book him some way to get home. And so we booked both a flight and a bus ticket. Um, the f- all of those things were only available for Saturday. And we get to Saturday. We're on the online from 7 in the morning, checking, checking, checking. Are things delayed? Are things on time? Go, yeah, we, we spent the whole day doing that. Uh, church was at 5.30. We get a message from him about 10 to 5, saying uh, we, had, we had just been on the phone with him saying, you need to get on the bus. You need to use that bus ticket. Flights are being delayed. You're not going to get to the connector. It was a big schmuzzle. You're not going to make the connecting flight, blah, blah, blah. Get on the bus. And then Graham said, you have one question you need to ask the airline. Go to the desk. Ask them the question about this connecting flight. And then, uh, and then, you know, get on that bus. And Joel gets over to the airline uh, desk, big line up, but they suddenly said to him, we have a plane that is going to go directly to Vancouver. It's with a little regional carrier, so we are just booking a plane right now. It's not a scheduled flight, but you can have a ticket to it. So the next text we get is, I'm coming directly to Vancouver. Um, that was at about... Ten to five or so, we're euphoric. We come into church. I ran up to Kevin. Joel's coming home. Um, I was. We were thrilled. We were thrilled because we didn't know if he was going to get stuck in Victoria overnight or whatever. So we get to YVR after the service. Uh, the flight is not on the boards. It was an unscheduled flight. Never appeared. Um, only 15 people were on this flight, and Joel was one of them. Had he got on the bus, we know where that what happened that, to that, that night on that bus. So we spent Sunday morning and Sunday all the whole day just um, very subdued and very grateful for God's very clear hand over our, our son's life. And, um, and at the same time, very, very, very mindful that there are families that didn't and don't have that um, gift of spending Christmas with their loved ones. And um, it, it shook us quite significantly and especially in light of a lot of other things this year so um, but I wanted to praise God for that very real real gift.
9: Thank you hi I'm Josh. Um, yeah. So over the last year or so, um, I've really experienced God's presence through my Bible audio app. Um, I g- I'd say like for most of my life, reading the Bible has been a chore. It's something that requires a lot of discipline. It was very difficult to do because I'm not really that great at reading. Um, and so that has meant I haven't known the Word of God and I then when I hear all these voices in my head, I don't know which one's coming from God and what is, you know, from the enemy. And so, like, I I, re- I made a lot of mistakes. I'm, I'm still a young man, <laughs> but...
6: <laughs> <laughs>
9: I, I, I kind of have, I wish I, you know, had, like, known God more when I was younger. I, was like, I mean, I'm... I'm happy to like you know have found the app now and like have been able to listen and learn and yeah yeah, so i I'd, I'd say if, if you do struggle with reading just you can just listen to him and you can go through like the New Testament is just nineteen hours, so you can just like if you can binge it, then <laughs> give it a go <laughs> 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 yeah it's it's been fun.
0: Thanks, Josh. That's great. <laughs> yeah, there's an app for that. That's the answer, right? Anyone else? I'm
10: always hesitant because I cry easily. I'm already tearing up. Um, <laughs> obviously, M- Matt and I are new parents, and <laughs> see. <laughs> Crying's not so bad. Crying's not so bad, but and Matt and I also celebrated our ten-year wedding anniversary this <laughs> year. <Wow. laughs> and yeah, and if you know our journey at all, um, it hasn't been easy, and the decision to have kids was always up in the air for us and we've just journeyed through a lot together and by the grace of God we are still together <laughs> really and it's just what a wonderful year this has been. It has been such a gift and we named him Asher, which means blessed or happy and we didn't we just liked the name <laughs> really and it truly has been such a blessing and he has brought so much happiness into our lives and we just thank God every day for his faithfulness because we wouldn't have Asher if... Yeah, it's just been a journey and we're just really thankful for uh. God's faithfulness and, and he's brought us this, this joy. So just sharing that.
0: Yeah, that's <laughs> awesome. That's awesome. Asher. Asher, you got anything to say? Well, this is your chance. Say it. Your mom's pretty good behind the microphone. How about you? Huh? No. <laughs> no. no. So Mike... Uh, Anything you want to share today? uh, At ice skating yesterday, I told Mike that if he shared a testimony, which is like highly unlikely, I'd make a donation to the charity of his choice. And he was trying to suggest that there's some like bicycle charity like Bike for Mike. I'm like, registered charities only. No? No? I thought maybe. Uh, Someone uh, passed along a testimony that they asked uh, that they would be shared anonymously. Um, Just a bit of a story of their life. Uh, I'll read it for them. God places the lonely in families. He sets the prisoners free and gives them joy. That's Psalm 68. Growing up, my concept of family was distorted. My parents both came from large families, but neither of them were close to their relatives. My world felt incredibly small. I had a sister who was so much older that she felt like a stranger, and my mother and father, who were such abusive, were abusive in each their own way. Family became something I needed to escape. At 18, I moved several thousand kilometers away to a town of 4,000. Within a few weeks, I met someone who had traveled even further from the opposite direction to attend the same small school. This gentle, patient, soft-spoken person soon became my boyfriend, and later my husband, and over the years, his consistent... Undeterrable love not unlike that of Jesus has healed much of the brokenness I carried with me Family took on a new connotation But even though two people or even two people and their children by definition constitute a family There's a certain loneliness that comes from not having a larger family structure around you supporting you building you up A feeling that if you fall there'll be nobody there to catch you Imagine baking a cake you can use the finest quality ingredients But if you just leave the batter sitting in a mixing bowl on your counter not much will become of it. It might still taste decent if you eat it like that, but it'll never reach its full potential. A cake cannot develop and flourish on its own. It needs the structure of the cake pan and the warmth of the oven to become the best it can be. People are like that too. We can't rise to our full capacity in isolation. We need others around us who bring out the best in us. Five years after I met my husband, God led us to Hillside. It didn't happen overnight. Even the best ovens require a little preheating, <laughs> like that. But gradually we became part of a family, one that is strong and stable enough to overcome life's challenges. Leave an egg or two out of the batter and will still rise. Over the past year, our God-given family at Hillside has held each other together. With laughter, celebrations, prayers, phone calls, tears, walks, hugs, dinners, conversations that last for hours, and yes, even cakes, we've shown each other the love and encouragement we need to grow into the people God designed us to be. And isn't that delicious? (laughs) Uh, We're going to transition now. And so if you had a testimony that you want to share, too late, tough. There's always next year. We might, we'll, we'll do this from time to time. I think it's just really good to hear from you. And And uh, God's been faithful. I I agree with that statement. Um, I've been pastoring and part of this church for as long as I can remember, just about. And uh, um, we have seen uh, people come and people go. (laughs) We've seen good times, and we've seen really hard times as a church. And yet God has been that consistent anchor and foundation. And... uh, we want to continue to orientate our life around him because we think he's the hope of the world. And uh, so uh, we give testimony to that. And uh, uh, some of you younger uh, Christians, newer, younger people, uh, the, the, some of the, f- the the most eager to share were some of our older Christians. You know, some of you are in your 80s who are sharing to us today, 70s and 80s, and... and uh, They just have had a history of, at that point in life, they can look back and see the storyline of God intervening not once, not twice, but again, year after year after year. And uh, I think we'd want that for all of you, is that just continue on the journey, looking to his face and seeking his strength. Amen?